Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Cognitive Search podcast, brought to you by Search Unify. This is your host Anurag. If you're listening in for the first time, Search Unify is the platform that enables you to build AI-powered applications with the Cognitive Search and Insights engine at its core. We were recently featured in the Forrester Wave for Cognitive Search 2019 and noted for being the youngest product amongst those evaluated. In this podcast series, we invite key members of the Search Unify team who help support and service teams create differentiated customer experiences at scale with artificial intelligence. Today's podcast is about leveraging AI for a digital transformation in support and our guest today is Vishal Sharma, CTO of Search Unify. Vishal has more than 15 years of experience working in the enterprise solution space, having started his career as a technical analyst with HP where he was working on internal search and then with Startpage, a secure smart search solution, he transitioned to be a technology architect at Grozity Interactive, Search Unify's parent company, all the way through to today where he leads the Search Unify team as a chief technology officer. All right, without further ado, let's dive right into it. Hi Vishal. Thanks for joining us. How are you doing today? Um I'm doing good Anurag and thank you for the introduction. No problem. So I talked about your career journey in the beginning but what I'm really curious to know is how did you end up in customer support? Sure, I think it's always exciting to connect the dots. So it all started when I joined Grizzly Interactive around 10 years back. One of my first interactions/project was working with Mercado for their service cloud optimization. and i think since then i've been uh, working with different support teams across industries and geographies understanding their journey and building relevant solutions for them so you can say that i landed in support by chance but uh, now i live and breathe customer support well that's quite interesting so after all these years what is it about customer support that drives you to continue solving problems in this area <laughs> that's a good question so you know what When I started uh, interacting with support teams uh, back in 2010, companies were used to looking at support as a cost center, and customer support teams have never been given the same importance as say a sales or a marketing team would get. So this very fact actually made it necessary to drive the innovation in customer support, ensuring that your agents are not spending the time working on mundane processes, but they are doing much more quality interactions with the customers. So. if you think about this uh, a typical day in an agent's life would include dealing with customer frustration and using the tools that do not power them with the right knowledge required to solve the issue right and imagine this is happening like day after day leading not just to the poor csat but also kind of demotivated agents so nowadays i would say agents can use modern technology to focus on high value interactions which enables them to take greater pride in their work and that's something you can say that uh, which keeps me driven wow i would say that's that's a great cause to work for now for the benefit of our listeners can you throw some light on what drove the evolution of search unify oh absolutely anrag uh, so actually search unify is a culmination of our in- years of intelligence that we've gathered from our services side of the business grizzit interactive so you can say that search unify was not thought of as a product that we're going to take to the market but this was more of a constantly evolving solution to solve those pain points so let me just give you more context here <clears throat> so grizzity interactive uh, it's a digital innovation leader okay we have built over 100 plus communities self service portals knowledge spaces 
And what we found is that most of the enterprises struggle to put content in the hands of end user. So with multiple silos of information created by disparate teams, we saw that search was like one of the possible solution to unify diverse content sources and provide a very seamless user experience. So yeah, I think back in 2016, that's how Search Unify was born. Well, that's quite a story. So after all these years of experience with uh, leading service implementations for global enterprises as part of Grizzly Interactive, what are some of the major pain points that you've seen in support? So I'll be honest with you, Anurag. I think the core problem to be solved has manifested in many ways, but uh, technically it boils down to just two basic underlying pain points. First being enterprises trying to build personalized customer experience on the self-service portals. And if you look at the support side of the things, the support teams, they're always trying to upskill the agents to meet the customer expectations. So if I need to name few of them, I would say the most common one uh, you would hear. Uh, so let's talk about the self-service side. Uh, it'll be like poor case deflection. Uh, I think the lack of personalization on the help centers. Uh, relevance of the content that you're actually putting in front of your customers. And if I need to see the support side, uh, agent productivity, the high churn rate, right? The cost of training, I would say. And for sure, the quality of the content that you're actually <clears throat> putting in front of your uh, customers, I mean, which your agents are actually using in order to work on the, work on the tickets. And uh, if you're doing all of those modern initiatives like KCS also, I think this is something which is going to drive the success of those initiatives as well. And most recently, I would say uh, AI is being seen by the support leaders as a possible solution to all of these problems. That's quite true. I keep hearing about artificial intelligence and it's got to be more than just a buzzword. But how do support leaders actually decide how to engage with AI and then how to drive the most value out of it? You know what, Anurag, I mean, this is a question I've been constantly getting from our prospects as well. And uh, if you see, I mean, the essence of the support is actually getting the right answer in the right format and at the right time. Now, most of the enterprises, they have a huge amount of unstructured data in the different content repositories. If you look at this IDC report, it predicts that by 2025, unstructured data will account for 80% of the enterprise knowledge. Now, at this stage, Companies realize that they need a unified search index or a strategy to unify this data. To effectively leverage this data for providing the right answers, you would need an intelligent search which understands the context of each query and takes into account the past behavior of the user. So just for my audience, I would want to make sure that we clarify this thing. I'm not talking about a simple search box. When I say intelligent search, I think it, it is much more than that, right? With all of this content and customer interactions unified in the centralized index, you're kind of ready to launch a plethora of AI-powered applications for elevating your support. So essentially, I think cognitive search is one of the first AI investments you should make because I feel it is probably the fastest and the easiest way to derive ROI. Wow, I think I love the way you described search as being more than just a box. And something new for our listeners is that it's actually built on top of a cognitive search framework. But to that, can you give some more specific examples of how this works, of how some applications are built on top of search? Oh, sure. I think there are so many AI applications you can build. But uh, if I need to name a few popular ones, which we are providing, to, uh, I mean, we are also providing to our customers as part of Search Unify, uh, I think uh, Agent Helper would be one. 
assisted KCS uh, would be another thing. Uh, and chatbots for sure. So if I, let me, let me just take you through all of them like one by one. So agent helper, let's just talk about agent helper first. So uh, I think uh, for now, I think agents, especially when they're working on the support tickets, I don't think search uh, is the only thing that you can uh, you can rely on, right? And especially when there are new agents in the system, they really don't know what to search for when they're working on the tickets. So it becomes very important uh, as a support leader for you to give them the right set of tools, which are not relying on their input interactions, right? So agent helper is one such application. What it does at the, at the end of the day is it would do the clustering of all your historical cases, right? And it's going to use some sort of neural network algorithms to do that. And what it does is that uh, to the agents, it can provide uh, cool features like, uh, so let's say a new case comes into the system, agent gets to see all the historical cases, which are similar to that case, right? So agent has actually not even typed a single word in the search box. Now he gets to see all the similar cases. He gets to see all the experts who've actually worked on those cases in the past so that he can actually reach out to them right away. And then uh, he gets to see all the knowledge base which was used in the past to resolve those tickets. So all of that at just one place. And as I said, this is really critical for people who are very new to the teams. So that's how I think Agent Helper is, is, is kind of a, a really critical application uh, which we're seeing nowadays. The other would be, as I said, assisted KCS. So let me just talk about KCS first. So KCS, uh, and most for most of the people, it is more of like a buzzword, I would say. But it's not really just about creating a knowledge space or looking at it as a knowledge space maintenance strategy. It's also about how you can make this process of knowledge creation easier for your agents. Because writing an article is not something your agent would want to do, right? I mean, his priority is not to actually write a new article. His priority is to work on the tickets, right? Now, how do you make sure this process of creating new article? Because at the end of the day, the solution is actually in agent's mind, right? So how do you make sure with the least number of steps, agent actually puts that solution into an article, right? So what assisted cases technology does, it would enable some sort of a pre-population of uh, the draft, a draft of the article with the information that you already have in the case, or maybe in the historical cases, discussions happening in the community, and then would... Uh, let the agent only write that specific snippet into the article, which absolutely is required to complete that article, right? So uh, this is, again, uh, I think a, a very popular uh, use case we are seeing out of these unified <coughs> index frameworks. And last but not the least, I think are the chatbots. And I don't have to say a lot of things about chatbots because uh, I'm sure you've seen that a lot of support teams are actually uh, already started looking at the chatbots to resolve their realm questions so that their agents can actually start, uh, as I said, in the beginning as well, uh, they can start working on high-value interactions versus those realm questions. Well, that's something new for our listeners. I have to say, thinking of search as a medium on top of which other applications are built is completely new to us. Almost always, uh, one hears of chatbots specifically as a separate product, but you described it as an application in the cognitive search framework. Is there a difference? Oh, you know, there's a big difference. And and again, like uh, some of our, our prospects, our customers as well, I would say, they've been asking this question that, okay, we were looking at a different product for chatbots and it's interesting to see chatbot more of like an add-on inside search unify itself, right? So uh, 
how, how does it all like uh, it started like so i would say when we started looking at chatbots at search unify i think the core problem was that uh, you know that you're getting those elven questions right your agents are working on those queries now one thing you would want to do obviously is to identify those elven questions and uh, leverage the chatbots for them right now i think this is something which any chatbot solution can do right if you buy any standalone product for chatbots as well you would be able to like create the intents probably train the bot on those intents as well but i think the the real problem start uh, when you need to maintain uh, the chatbots so when i say maintenance uh, the first thing is to identify those l1 intents right because no bot is actually going to talk to the customer without uh, the training on those intents the second is to identify the utterances right and you would see different solutions they probably would need minimum of like 50 utterances or 100 utterances in order to train the bot on that intent now and this becomes really problematic uh, with the time right because uh, you'll have to make sure there's one person who is actually dedicated inside the chatbot tool in order to do all of these kind of things now beauty of having chatbot inside a search engine is that this first and second problem of identifying the intents and actually utterances Uh, for those intents is already solved because you have the all the historical search queries of the customers so you already know what people are talking about right you already know what kind of questions they're asking via search queries right you have all the historical cases so technically you have the different utterances as well for all those prop popular questions right so this problem number 1 and 2 is already solved so you have a list of pre populated kind of intents and utterances defined in the system and all you need to do is to just select them and let the bot train on them right so i think this manual effort uh, once it is gone it becomes very easy to actually maintain those chatbot solutions well that's quite a distinction if you think about it and suppose somebody was to invest in cognitive search today what are some of the metrics that they can measure the success of this implementation against oh yeah for sure i think roi is always important yeah. so uh again i think if you look at this from two sides if i need to pick the self service side first uh case deflection for sure would be something which is a critical thing any self service solution uh you would want to make sure that your case deflection numbers are amazing uh content gap analysis is another thing you would want to look at i think case deflection is something i would uh, really want to put more light on this because this is more of like a very debatable topic uh and there are actually multiple ways of looking at case deflection the problem uh but deflection is that uh it cannot be like uh, as i said i mean it cannot be just one way of looking at it right if you are looking at deflection uh as a very conservative measure i would say uh just considering the number of customers who abandoned the ticket form i think the number could range from 7 to 12% again depending on the quality of your content the kind of business you are in uh and there are other factors as well right but uh there are there, there's a broader way of looking at the things as well uh let's say you have customers who really do not have a p1 in mind right they do not want to create a p1 case they have the time to do a search and then probably look at your knowledge base articles as well and then at the end of the day they are probably not even landing on the support form right i feel that is also a kind of deflection right so if you need to look at the the numbers from this broader uh, way i think it can probably range from 25 to 30% easily right so i would suggest that uh uh whenever you're looking at case deflection make sure the formula is configurable so that you can play with it and as i said you can see the different uh, ways of looking at it now if i need to talk about the support side uh, i think there are various uh, metrics you can look at 
uh, one would be number of known issues over the time. Uh, the other obviously would be the I think the, the first call resolution is getting, getting very, very important nowadays. Uh, and then I think the mean time to resolve the queries as well. So these are some common metrics I think uh, if they're improving for you, I would say, uh, then definitely uh, uh, there's a value which is coming out of your investment. Well, I think this has been a great interaction, Vishal. But there's one question that our listeners are always very curious to know about. And that is, how is customer support as a function evolving? And how is the industry as we know it today evolving towards uh, embracing more AI-powered applications and processes in general? Well, I'm afraid, actually, I think support is probably going to go away, right? Uh, so uh, let me just give you more uh, context on this. Basically, the way uh, support is functioning right now or the way agents are actually working on the tickets right now, uh, as I said in the beginning as well, uh, most of the agents are just spending their time on L1 kind of questions, right? I think this is all of this is going to go away. Your agents are uh, not going to be uh, working on those L1 kind of questions anymore. I think the expectations are way higher now. Uh, you would want them to do more high-quality customer interactions, right? Uh, you would expect them to do more of upsell and cross-sell as well, right? they're technically going to act as more of like a feedback into product as well because they get to hear the customer voice as well, right? So uh, for sure, I think the the, uh, the 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 daily activities they're performing right now, that is going to change. The other interesting thing which is going to happen is I think proactive support. So I think, uh, forget about the days uh, where you would just wait for a ticket to come and then you work on the ticket or uh, try to identify the sort of knowledge base which can actually resolve the query. Uh, this has to be very proactive now. You uh, will have to identify the possible ticket which is actually going to come into the system now. You will have to look at the the patterns of your customer in your self-service portals uh, and make sure you're ready actually to uh, provide enough training to your customer so that he doesn't even raise a ticket. And last, I think but not the least, uh, is, and this is like, I would say related to the chatbots, whatever... Uh, interfaces that you're going to put in front of your customers. Uh, I think with the time, we'll have to make sure that they are more of natural language driven. So at the end of the day, I think a customer uh, will not be able to differentiate whether he's actually speaking to an automated system like a chatbot or something or a real live agent. The responses has to be, uh, uh, I would say, so natural. Uh, so yeah, I think these are probably the areas I would say where the industry is going towards. Uh, yeah. Well, I have to say the future of customer support looks really exciting. Thank you, Vishal, for such great insights. Hey, thank you so much for having me, Anurag. And a big thank you to our listeners. I hope we've given you enough food for thought. Notes from this podcast will be available online on our website, www.searchunified.com. Do take some time to explore this and other podcasts in this series on the Resource Center. In our next episode, we'll dive deeper into how AI-powered support applications are powering the next generation of support agents until we meet again. Thank you so much.